How long should a woman wait for her boyfriend to commit? And should she be going halves on the bill? And how does he really feel about her oldest bestest friend? When he's a man and called Will. And how will she know if he wants a family? And if the mention of marriage makes him ill? The answers, my friend, might be in this podcast. But obviously it's only my opinion. Hello, my name's James and thank you so much for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters. Helping men to safely navigate family life without losing their minds. In this podcast, which is the first of a third part series on the questions that women most want to ask men, I'm going to answer 10 of the questions that according to the Tinternet, women most want to know the answers to. I decided to create this podcast because I really wanted to create an online community that supports parents, specifically dads, and I suppose even more specifically dads like myself who often struggle with their mental health. If that sounds like something you'd like to support, please follow my podcast, or if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe. Obviously, these answers are only based on my life experience, and I'm sure if you asked my wife, she would challenge most of my answers. But anyway, here goes. I've been a happily married father of three for 10 years, so hopefully I'm doing a few things right. So question number one of 27 questions women are afraid to ask men, how do you want us to pay for dates? I remember asking my dad this years ago and he always said that he thought that if a woman asked you out then you should go halves but if you ask a woman out you should pay. I have absolutely no idea what the dating landscape looks like now but if I asked a woman out on a date then in my mind it's basically up to me to pay for it. I remember another thing my dad told me which I remember thinking was pretty poignant and pretty wise was no one ever remembers who bought the drinks but everyone remembers who didn't. With that in mind and on this topic of who pays for what you never want to be remembered as being mean. If you're on a date with a woman and she's therefore potentially sizing you up as a potential partner, if you're mean and she thinks you're mean, that is not a good start. Think of it as an investment in your future happiness. Taking the romance out of the equation, there are actually lots of reasons why finding a life partner is pretty important. Who's going to help you find your reading glasses when you're 70? Who's going to tell you off for having too much salt in your food? Who's going to remind you it's your mum's birthday? So to answer the question, 9 times out of 10, I think men should pay all the time. But if a woman asks you out, then maybe go halves. Or maybe let her buy the drinks. But if you ask a woman out, I think it's universally accepted that that means that you're going to pay. And if when that time comes when the bill arrives and he says, should we go halves on this? I'm afraid I think that's a bit of a red flag. So question number two of the 27 questions women are afraid to ask men. Is it true that sex is always on a man's mind? Obviously, I can only speak for myself. And the answer is no. Yes, men definitely think about sex a lot. And I think that's actually linked to the fact that men have a lot of testosterone in their body and the fact that we are programmed to try and keep our species going, which I'm sure a lot of women would say, "Mm, that's convenient. But no, men don't think about sex all the time. But I imagine due to factors like increased levels of testosterone, men probably think about sex more than women think about sex. But then that said, it's probably a situation where you judge each case individually. There'll be women out there that think about sex a lot and there'll be men that think out there that don't think about sex a lot. I think if a man isn't sexually attracted to you then you're only ever going to be friends and sad as that is it's just what it is i've heard it said that men fall in love with their eyes 
and women fall in love with their ears. Apparently for men, physical attraction is a lot more of a visual thing and for women can often be more of an emotional thing. Is men thinking about sex their default setting? I don't know, possibly, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. In that men are largely responsible for keeping the human species going, that's probably quite useful. And question number three of the 27 questions women are afraid to ask men, how long does it take for you to commit? This is a bit like how long is a piece of string? There isn't a definite answer, which is probably really unhelpful, but I think what's probably more helpful is to give you an idea of what I would see as red flags in regards to men committing. If after the second day a man is massively committed and telling you he loves you and talking about your future, I would see that as a red flag. That might just signify that he's overly impetuous or a bit desperate. And to be honest, any relationship worth its salt has to go through some ups and downs. And the first three to six months of any relationship is the honeymoon period. You're in that novelty phase. You're in that phase where your potential future wife finds all the things that she might end up finding annoying about you, she finds quirky or funny. All the terrible jokes you tell, which in the future she'll roll her eyes at, she might think are hysterically funny. If I was a woman, I'd be concerned if a man was being overly committed within, say, the first month. And also, how often are you seeing each other in that month? If you're seeing each other two or three times a week for a month, then I think it's okay after a month to start being a bit more honest about how you feel. On the other extreme, if after 10 years of dating, he's still not showing any signs of wanting to progress the relationship, either get engaged or move in together, then I would start to ask some questions why. Maybe even after a year. I remember reading an article that said you shouldn't be in a relationship with anyone past, say, probably the third or fourth date that you aren't potentially thinking about spending your life with. I don't know if I'd go to that extremes but if I think after a couple of months of spending time with someone you still don't really know if you're interested or not then you're probably wasting their time and just kind of keeping them on the back burner until something more interesting comes along so to answer your question unfortunately there's not a one-size-fits-all but I think what's more helpful is beware of men who commit too early so maybe within the first 10 minutes and men who show absolutely no signs of ever wanting to commit to anything so any so a year plus if you spent a year spending time with someone getting to know them intimately, getting to know their friends, getting to know their family, getting to know what makes them tick and you still aren't prepared to commit then I think unfortunately that might be a red flag or at least you might have to kind of put your partner on the spot and say look what's going on where where are we going because everyone deserves to be someone's first choice and if you're not your partner's first choice then sadly you probably need to move on and find that person who sees you as their first choice and question number four of 27 questions women are afraid to ask men what turns you on and off I've recently done a podcast series two podcasts, two podcasts talking about what turns men off to women and two podcasts talking about what turns women off to men. I'll put a link to the podcast episodes in this podcast description. Again, unfortunately, there's not a one size fits all. Although I think the maximum of men fall in love with their eyes and women fall in love with their ears is probably quite helpful. That said, kindness can be very attractive. A sense of humor can be very attractive. Reliability can be very attractive. Someone who works hard is very attractive. Someone who makes an effort with your family and friends is very attractive. And on the flip side, meanness is unattractive. If you're on a date with a woman and she's really rude to the waitress, that's not a good sign. If you're on a date with a man and he's really cheap and is always trying to haggle the bill, or then that's a red flag. Men and women who are economic with the truth is a major turnoff and a red flag. People who are unreliable is a red flag. People who are always talking about other people behind their backs is a red flag. I think in a lot of cases, you need to trust your gut. If you have an instinct or a feeling that there's something not quite right, 
or just something they do or say doesn't make you feel good, that's probably something to look out for. And question number five of 27 questions women are afraid to ask men, do you believe in love? Obviously, I can only speak for myself, but yes, absolutely. I absolutely definitely fell in love with my wife and am in love with my wife. Initially, when I first met her, I found her physically attractive. And then when I got to know her, I started to fall in love with her character and personality. She's very kind to me and our children. She works really hard. She's a very kind and reliable friend and daughter. She's very generous. She laughs at my terrible jokes. She's very supportive. All of these things matter and all of these things as well as physical attraction are really important. If a man is physically attracted to you but also trusts you and also feels safe enough in your presence that he can be completely vulnerable and completely authentic and he admires your work ethic and how kind and friendly you are to your friends and family then there's a very strong chance that he will or is falling in love with you. The one caveat I would say to that, and I think this is largely due to chemistry, is that unfortunately unless a man is physically attracted to you, and I don't know what determines that if I'm honest, then you'll only ever be friends. Which is a shame because there'll be lots of men out there who are attracted to women who love them but only see them as a friend and vice versa. It is the one, and when it comes to relationships, it is the one deal breaker. You have to fancy them. And question number six, and question number six of 27 questions women are afraid to ask men, are you looking for marriage? I'm about to turn 47. And I have to say, I have absolutely no idea what sort of the current trend or viewpoints on marriage is. For me, being married was important because I feel like it's the gold standard of commitment. I like being married. I like having a wife. I like introducing people to my wife. I'm proud to have a wife. But then that said, I know lots of people who are in long-standing relationships who haven't felt the need to get married. For me, marriage is important because it's another thing that ties you together. Life is going to throw all sorts of challenges your way. There'll be all sorts of things that test and challenge a relationship. And for me, someone who has a faith, it was important for me to get married in a church. That said, there's not a one-size-fits-all. It's about doing what's important for your relationship. And if it's really important to your partner to get married, but not so much for you, then just do it. So much of successful relationships is compromise, be that watching Sleepless in Seattle for the seventh time or not watching Sleepless in Seattle so you can watch the Six Nations rugby. I still think there's definitely a place for marriage in society. I think marriage can strengthen relationships and strengthen family. And question number seven of 27 questions women are afraid to ask men, how do you feel about friends of the opposite sex? As a probably at times overprotective husband to my wife, I probably view most men that show an interest in my wife with suspicion. I think a good rule is when you start seeing someone, you have to accept who they are then. If you start a relationship with someone and they have friendships of either gender, of people they've known before they met you, well, you have to accept that. If you're a woman that thinks, oh, I really like him, and I'm sure over time I can kind of stop him hanging out and being friends with his childhood sweetheart, then that's a mistake. My wife has friends from university, male friends, but I just accept that. It comes as a package. In the same way, there are men at work that my wife's friends with. I think what you should be aware of and should be a bit of a red flag is new people. If you're in a relationship or you're married and all of a sudden your husband or wife starts talking about someone at work of the opposite sex a bit too much, then that might be something you need to think about. But there are situations where people have friends of the opposite sex and they're just friends. They are generally just friends. And actually to view them as a threat shows you don't really trust your partner. And without trust, your relationship's going to struggle. And quite often we project our lack of trust onto someone 
someone else. So if you don't trust your partner, it might be more of your problem than their problem. And question number eight of 27 questions women are afraid to ask men, do you want children someday? I can't speak for every man. I definitely wanted to be a dad. This is probably one of the deal breaker questions along with do you want to get married and, and do you like anchovies on pizza that you need to ask when you get to that point in a relationship where you feel like this is getting quite serious. We've been together for six months, a year. You've shown and seen evidence of genuine commitment, but actually I need to check that we are on the same page. Waiting in a relationship, hoping someone's going to change their mind about marriage or wanting to be a parent is fruitless. That said, a lot of it is timing. Sometimes it's not that someone doesn't want children. It's maybe they don't want children yet. When I first went out with my now wife, she didn't want children. And that was probably one of the reasons why we split up. When we got back together seven years later, things were different. So unfortunately, I don't know if there's a one size fits all answer for this question. That said, I think you're well within your rights to ask this question at the point in the relationship where you feel it's appropriate to ask. Maybe not on the first date. Maybe after six months or so, when you've met their parents, they've met yours, you've met their friends, they've met yours, and you've seen how they react in a traffic jam, or the Wi-Fi goes down, or they try to change an ink cartridge on a printer. And question number nine of 27 questions women are afraid to ask men, what's your sex drive? I take this to mean how important is your sex drive, or how important is sex to you in a relationship? Due to things like increased testosterone, men often have a higher libido than women. Sex is important in a relationship, as it's often the way that men feel they really connect to their partner. I think it's an actual need as opposed to a want, and if you're in a sexless marriage or a sexless relationship, basically you're just roommates. Every man's sex drive will differ. Some men will have high libidos, some men won't have high libidos. Some men will have sex two times a day, some men will want to have sex once a week, once a month. I'm not sure how accurate this statistic is, but I remember reading something that said, if you and your wife or you and your girlfriend are having sex less than 10 times a year, you are considered to be in a sexless marriage or relationship. Now, quite often in relationships, there are lots of reasons why women don't want sex. After having children, women's bodies change dramatically, and there can be lots of reasons why it's painful or uncomfortable to have sex. That said, there are lots of ways to have sex beyond penetrative sex. But I think if you're a woman who, for whatever reason, isn't that interested in sex anymore, hoping you can stay in a happy relationship without having sex, I think you're a bit mistaken. It's a balance. It's finding what works for you as a couple. And anyone with children will tell you that sometimes your planned date night doesn't go to plan. I can't remember the last night we didn't have at least one of our children in our bed at some point. Sex is important because it's a way to physically connect with your partner, but it's not the only thing that's important. You also need trust. You also need to actually like your partner. You also need to feel safe in their company. You need to trust them. And things like a sense of humor really help. And question number 10 of 27 questions women are afraid to ask men, what's your favorite feature of a woman? There is not a one size fits all of things that men find attractive. And what is deemed attractive in our society seems to change year on year. My wife's a beautiful woman and I remember thinking so when I first saw her. That said, if she turned out to be a massive cowbag, I'm not sure the relationship would have lasted that long. Physical attraction is important, but it needs to be backed up with other personality traits. So yes, men can be attracted to your smile, your hair, your body, your smell, your laugh but that's only the introduction he may be physically attracted to you but if you're mean or unfriendly or flirt with other men or unkind or unreliable then your relationship is doomed so it's a combination for me it was important to have a partner who was physically fit and healthy and that's one of the reasons i try to keep fit and healthy because it's a way of honoring my wife if i don't care how i look and i don't look after my appearance and i get fat and unhealthy that's not sending a very positive message to my wife 
So to answer the question, there's not one answer. Every man finds different things attractive and it's a combination of physical attributes and your personality. I really hope you got something from this podcast. And as I said, it's the first of a third part series. If you want to make sure not to miss the next two in the series, follow my podcast or click subscribe. I've just written a book called First Time Dad that's available on Amazon. It's a 42-week guide to pregnancy to help dads look after their mental health and help them to support their partner to the best of their ability. If you have a Gmail account and would like a free digital copy, just put your Gmail on the comment section below. Alternatively, you can email me at mydadmissions at gmail.com. All I would ask is that you write an honest review on Amazon once you've had a chance to take a look at it. I hope wherever you are in the world, you're okay. Take care. Dad Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday.